This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University. Today I wanted to talk about how Coinbase's Bitcoin will all eventually be seized by the U.S. government. Our starting point, Coinbase Commerce, this is a service that allows merchants to accept crypto payments and customers to pay using crypto. And they've just recently made a decision to remove native Bitcoin support. I'll link to this thread in the description notes below. What this means is that merchants can still accept Bitcoin as long as their customer has a Coinbase.com account, but they cannot, merchants cannot accept Bitcoin from self-custodial wallets or third-party exchanges. At a basic level, this is obviously a terrible business decision, but as I think we'll see later in this video, the decision to try to keep customers trapped inside of the Coinbase ecosystem may not be being totally driven by business considerations. At a basic level, though, for as in terms of a, a business decision, many merchants as a result of this will dump Coinbase and switch to a different payment processing solution like ZapRite, or maybe they'll set up their own instance of BTC Pay Server, or else they'll just risk losing the business of wealthy Bitcoiners who don't want to keep their Bitcoin on Coinbase in order to be able to spend it. And so if you're a merchant and you're going to want these Bitcoiners as customers, you're going to need to allow them to pay using self-custody wallets, both on-chain and using Lightning. And this is what I do on my own website. If you click in the upper right-hand corner here, pay with BTC, it will take you to a checkout page where you could pay for my course using either Lightning or on-chain payments. I'm using a company called ZapRite. ZapRite is a very small startup. Somehow they've figured out how to allow people to pay using Bitcoin, and Coinbase says that they're not technologically capable of doing it. So that's pretty pathetic on Coinbase's part. Of course, here's a reminder from Pleditor, just a reminder that it's been over 10 months and Coinbase still hasn't integrated the Lightning Network. So you can't do Lightning Network withdrawals from your Coinbase account. It's from a company that's been around for over a decade and they've managed to list every garbage coin, yet somehow they don't have time to put in Lightning. Francis Pouliot, who runs the Bull Bitcoin Exchange, has a nice uh, tweet here. Very poor excuse from Coinbase. Bitcoin does have smart contracts, but this has nothing to do with accepting on-chain or Lightning payments. Neither does stable coins. And then he goes on to talk about how Bull Bitcoin, his exchange, has been allowing people to pay using Bitcoin, pay their bills, and also receive Bitcoin since 2013 and how they're even doing it in Bitcoin jungle in Costa Rica. If you want to check out, if you're a Canadian and you want to check out Bull Bitcoin service, uh, they offer the ability to both pay using Bitcoin and also accept Bitcoin as a payment method as a merchant. Here's another good tweet from Jimmy, Jimmy Song. Coinbase doesn't think Bitcoin has smart contracts. Obviously, Bitcoin does have smart contracts. It just doesn't have Turing complete smart contracts. Coinbase has never been and never will be a tech company. It's a regulatory arbitrage rent-seeking company, and they deserve every bit of scorn that they're getting. If you're enjoying this video so far, I just ask you to click the subscribe button. That really helps out the channel. And many of you have been telling me that you've been accidentally unsubscribed, perhaps by YouTube. So make sure you check out and see that you're still subscribed. Hit the like button, leave a comment below, share this video with a friend or family member. That would really help out a lot. As I mentioned before, over its long history, Coinbase has always chosen excrement over Bitcoin. How many people's financial lives have been ruined by Coinbase listing ship coins like Shiba Inu, which was listed in September of 2021. Of course, it's gone straight down from there. Most recently in December, they listed uh, Solana's Bonk token and what happened wrecked even more customers as the token crashed. So what is Coinbase doing? What is their end game? Why does the U.S. government allow them to continue to do all this garbage? And also, why is the U.S. government okay with Coinbase becoming a huge 
huge custodian holding all the Bitcoin from the Bitcoin spot ETFs. What's the probable end game here? Well, I think whether Coinbase knows it or not, whether they're complicit or not, and these are always very difficult things to know for sure, but whether Coinbase is complicit or not, all the Bitcoin being held at Coinbase, I believe, is effectively already owned by the US government. And any Bitcoin left on Coinbase in an account will be seized in a 6102 type order. Any Bitcoin being stored by Coinbase custody to back the spot Bitcoin ETFs like BlackRock's ETF will eventually be stolen by the US government. And the Supreme Court, unfortunately, will do nothing about it, just like they did nothing in 1933 when the US government seized everyone's gold. So Coinbase is this giant Bitcoin honeypot that will eventually be seized. That's not your problem if you're not holding your Bitcoin there, uh, but it is a huge problem if you own the Bitcoin ETFs or if you have an account at Coinbase and you're using them to pay, using Coinbase Commerce to pay your bills or something like this. It's a really big mistake to leave your Bitcoin on Coinbase for these reasons. If you haven't heard about it before, Executive Order 6102 was this order signed by Franklin Roosevelt, President Roosevelt in 1933, in which he seized all of the gold. So if your gold was in a vault at a bank, it was taken from you, you were given US dollars, depreciated US dollars in exchange, and then all that gold was put supposedly in Fort Knox. So that's what Executive Order 6102 refers to when the government gets in a tight spot and needs hard assets. It has a history of doing this even in the U.S. and even with our constitutional protections. This is a very dark chapter and it could definitely happen again this time with digital gold or Bitcoin. This is something we've been talking about on the channel for a couple of years. I thought David Bailey had a great recent tweet here about how a modern 6102 on Bitcoin might go down. He writes in this tweet, within next within the next six years, Bitcoin hits parity with gold. I think we actually go beyond it by next cycle. That'd be 13 trillion, which is well in excess of, uh, you can do the math, but it's well in excess of $500,000, $600,000 per Bitcoin. That 13 trillion in asset appreciation metastasizes through the economy and capital markets via massive credit expansion and accelerated consumer spending. 75% drawdown occurs. We wipe out eight plus trillion in collateral resulting in a massive credit crunch and widespread asset liquidation. And then he talks about how 13 trillion would be a huge percentage of US GDP. Uh, during this crisis, we would vaporize a government, uh, GSIB stands for something like government specified uh, important bank. It's in other words, it's a too big to fail bank. Uh, during this crisis, we vaporize a GISB in similar fashion to what we did to Signature Bank, necessitating Federal Reserve intervention to keep our financial system from collapsing. They will say we, in other words, Bitcoiners, caused the collapse, which wouldn't be totally wrong, except we weren't the cause. We were the result of their own monetary policy and obviously all the money printing that's been going on for years. This is the context they 6102 us. Once they 6102 the Bitcoin, they nationalize central custodians like Coinbase and pay out users using some fixed amount of cuck bucks, in other words, US dollars per BTC. Coinbase's Bitcoin will become an asset of the Federal Reserve held at a digital equivalent of Fort Knox. I think this is actually quite likely, which is why we've been talking about it on this channel for quite some time, but this was a really uh, eloquent summation of it. So how can you prepare for this personally? First of all, obviously learn how to withdraw your Bitcoin from an exchange. And if you didn't learn that during the last cycle, with all the different exchanges like FTX collapsing, it's very important to learn it during this cycle. 
you should never leave your Bitcoin on an app or on an exchange, but instead you should withdraw it to a hardware wallet, to cold storage where you control the private keys and where you don't need to ask someone else's permission to send or spend that Bitcoin. So you can learn how to use a self-custodial on-chain or Lightning Wallet. You can learn how to use Sparrow Wallet. And I have numerous videos covering these topics on YouTube. You can just search for them, but I'll link to this one, which covers how to use the Sparrow Wallet, which is a really good building block for your Bitcoin self-custody stack. And I also cover here how to connect a hardware wallet to Sparrow and how to move your move your Bitcoin around. If you want a more in-depth version too, you can check out my paid course after you've exhausted the free resources that I have on YouTube. Meanwhile, I wanted to wish all of you a happy President's Day, especially if you're in the US. Uh, this is a pretty good meme. That day in our history when George Washington traditionally went out looking for the best mattress sales. But to be serious, if George Washington came back today, I think he'd be quite dismayed by the state of America. And I hope that Bitcoin can somehow help us return as Americans to some of these founding constitutional ideas and things that Washington's generation and the people who fought for this country would actually recognize as being valuable. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to hit the subscribe and like buttons. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when I publish my next video. And let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below. Thanks a lot for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.